What's up, guys? Welcome to Winnipeg's Finest, the podcast where we get personal with notable Winnipeggers. If you haven't been with us before, here's what you've missed. Would you rather fight three Danny DeVito sized shacks <laughs> or one shack sized Danny DeVito? That's a- well, what? That's the easy one. Three Danny DeVito sized shacks. Like, really? Like, no, heck, dude. I feel like they can rip you apart. Like a giant Danny DeVito. Okay, but like. Wow. Body. Do you just fucking kiss no. your friends all the time? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Friendship, First of all, so. I'm. I, I'm sorry. It's okay. It gets it gets worse. Absolutely. Okay. Oh okay. my god. That's a bot. That's a straight body bag. If uh, you know, I'm gonna fuck it. No. Do it. Do it. I wanna know. What do I ask? I don't have Siri. How do you pronounce SZA? How do you pronounce SZA? You grew up penisless on the streets. You grew up penisless on the streets. You grew up penisless on the streets. <laughs> Come on. I hear it. All right, you scallywags. Welcome back to the show. We have dropped two episodes today. Uh, we love you guys so much, and we're inspired by the Northern Touch Music Festival this past weekend. Uh, it was it was such an awesome event, and it was so great to see all the talent and the artists out there in the Exchange District. The other episode we're releasing is with Haves, so also check that out when you're done. This one, this podcast today is with Lim. Lim is a Winnipeg-born rapper who lives in Philadelphia. We talked about how he adjusted moving to Philly as a youngster. We talk about how he continues to grind, though he's in school and he raps and he's got to get his degree. He's an insanely busy guy. This is a great conversation. We're so thankful that him and his team came through to do an episode of Winnipeg's Finest, so please Please make sure you check him out on social media. Check out his album. Check out his EP, Shoot to Win. Check out his new album, The Statement. It's awesome. You guys should really check out his music. I love this guy. Uh, Today's episode, of course, brought to you by Jellyfish Float Spa, which is the best place in Winnipeg to experience float therapy, which is where you lie in a pod with shallow water and a thousand pounds of Epsom salts. It is so much for you recovery-wise if you're an athlete. There's a lot of benefits spiritually, mentally. It's 894 St. Mary's, and you guys get 15% off every single purchase you make there. Check them out on social media today. Okay. Yeah. So, how's it going, man? Dude, I'm fucking tired. Yeah? I'm here, so. Late night last night? Absolutely. Always a late night. How was your Canada day? Solid. Great. Great couple shows and great after party. Yeah. Very dope vibe. Good, good. I mean, and you're from here, right? You're yeah. from here. How often do you usually come back to the city? Um, at least like two or three times a year, I'd say. Really? That often? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, do you try to like shoot for a specific time of year? Or? Um, just when I'm, I have break from school or like when I really need to be here for something or an event. Yeah. How do you fit in school with the music career? Team no sleep. <laughs> you know, it's like having two jobs. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with school and stuff during the daytime, and then like, see after hours and like putting that grind. Um, when like everyone is kind of sleeping. Yeah. Are you like a coffee guy, Red no. Bull guy? No, not big on coffee or Red Bull. So you just you just pound it out, not without sleeping. Yeah. Team like natural. Naturally, you don't <laughs> you don't you don't use coffee. You don't use Red Bull to stay awake. No. That's impressive. I don't really like coffee. Yeah, coffee's gross. So like, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. I just like I you know like. When I was in school away from home, if my project was, like, getting to me and it was, like, 12, I was like, yo, I'm not going to get this at 2. I'm just going to go to sleep now and (laughs) deal with the consequences later. No, I feel that for sure. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I'll take naps. Naps are key. Yeah, naps are key. Yeah, like, right in the right mind, set of mind frame, but um, normally it's just... Trying to be as efficient as possible, so 
if I can get to sleep as early as I can, I'll do that. Um, but if I can't, I gotta stay up. And sometimes I can't. Yeah. Sometimes I'm too tired and I like need to sleep. And I have been doing that for like a week straight. And like today, I just can't. I need to sleep. But fair enough. Yeah. You know. That's fair. Yeah, but you got shit's got to get done, right? Absolutely. You can't be fucking lazy when you want to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely the after hours and the hours that people don't see and the work that people don't see behind the closed doors that um, is what I think makes the difference. Yeah. And like shows how much or how bad someone wants it. And most of the time, people normally don't really want it as bad as they say they do. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, like, you moved to Philly from Winnipeg when you were young. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that move was like? Yeah, it was it was a very difficult transition just because when I moved, my dad got really sick, and um, I, we kind of just were, like, dealing with that, so I wasn't really in, enrolled in school right away, mm-hmm. um, and just being in a new neighborhood and not knowing anyone was hard to adjust to, and especially just, like, the, the different dynamics of each community that I was coming from, or, like, that I was, the one that I was leaving and then the one that I was going to was very different. Yeah. So I had to, like, learn a lot and, like, figure things out quick. Yeah. What's what's Philly like? Like, when you first <clears throat> got there, you're a young kid from Winnipeg, now you're in Philly, you're not in school. What's that city like? Did it seem a little colder because you weren't in school? Um, it was definitely a lot more aggressive. Yeah? Um, when, I, when I first moved, I had, like, three locks on my doors. And, like, Damn. when I would live out here, you know, it's, like, one. And, like, honestly, when I was out here, I'd have my door open all the time, you know? Yeah. It's something I think about. Yeah. But, like, the fact that, you know, I'm out in Philly and, like, I have, like, three doors in my lock, like, we didn't put on there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck. Um, and, I don't know, like, it's just so different. Like, people aren't as nice as they are. Really? Here. Yeah, bro. People are, yeah. I always kind of thought that the whole friendly Manitoba thing was a myth. Nah, bro, it's not. It's, it's not bullshit. Like, I got my friends from Philly over here. They'll tell you that um, it's very different, um, and it's honestly like you can't really compare. Do you have like any specific examples? Like if you bump into somebody, they'll just like freak out on you, or yeah, really. What's an example of something like that happening in Philly, where you bump the wrong person and they go on, they go on like it's really? just like any occurrence. Like if you if you come to Philly as a tourist, like people on the street aren't going to ask you like how was your experience, like how are you liking it. They're not going to go out of their way to. Okay. No. They're just kind of in their own space. Yeah, they're in their own space, and you're in your own space. Don't get in there. It's fuck. Just keep doing what you need to do. Damn. That's no. funny, though, that you bring up the lock thing, because, like, I'm like, man, I have one lock on my door, but, like, if I leave it unlocked or if I leave the alarm off, like, I'll probably be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to be there. You also yeah. live, like, right next door to Bridgewater, though, like, the... Yeah, just say my address next time, can you? <laughs> it's next to Bridgewater. It's fine. Just tell everybody where I live now. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, when did you start getting into rap? When did you start getting um, into music? We started getting into it in my freshman year of college. I made my first single, or my first song, 2AM, um, which I released as a freshman in at St. Joe's. And it did really well, and I got a lot of attention from it. But I guess I really started taking it seriously when I realized how much of an influence I had on people through my music and like yeah. my lyrics and like people were able to relate to that and I felt like it was a lot more powerful than just like singing and doing it for fun and I realized that like there were actually people that like use this as like therapy and like 
music actually does a lot for people that some people can't even fathom to uh, can't even fathom it at all honestly and once I realized that and I figured since like I was really good at it and I was very passionate about it um I should just keep at it and you know being in my third year now I've just realized more and more that you know once you find something you're passionate about or have a drive for that you love and like it makes you want to get up every morning it's so easy to use yeah your talents and capabilities and gifts and to make things happen and it's just so much more rewarding when it's like more than just you, you know, definitely it's like making a big difference in the world yeah and that's really fucking dope for sure like did you did you think about it for a while like was this something that as soon as you thought i want to get into music you did it right away or did you kind of let it sit did you think about it did you bounce it off people like yo that's what i'm thinking of doing let's say you thought about it in grade 10 and then you became a rapper did it come right away i've been singing my whole life okay so when i was here like i went to bonnie castle with the chancellor for a little bit mm-hmm. in st marie's like I've been singing in like choirs and everything. Even in high school, I was in a cappella group. So like I've always been singing. Singing was like very natural, but I didn't really start trying to like get into like actually like making my own music until that guy over there came over. Oh yeah. With a microphone and uh, his laptop, and we just hopped on a beat. And a lot of people just like really liked it, and I wanted to just keep getting better. I'm one of those people that like. Just if I learn something or I'm interested in something, I want to be the best that I can be at it. So just work at it until, yeah, you know, I feel like it's up to par. Most definitely. Do you feel like, I mean, especially in America with how many people there are, I guess you could say this about anything with America, but do you think America is like a huge, it's a, such a saturated market? Like there are so many people there trying to do so many things, it's difficult to stand out? I don't think it's difficult. I think it's a like I guess it's harder to stand out yeah but I think you can stand out anywhere if you're different and mm-hmm. you're unique mm-hmm. in what you do because everyone does everything right but like why is this person's music blown up and this person is not or like why is this person well known in the city and this person not it's like what are they doing and how are they approaching their craft and using their resources and networks and everything around them to allow themselves to be a place where people want to hear their music or want to push them. Yeah. So it's, I feel like it's a lot more about how bad you say you want it, how much, how much work you're willing to put into it and kind of having a solid quality of music and then knowing the right people. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of like, when you work on your craft, what kind of worker are you? Are you very detailed? Do you grind super hard for super long periods of time? Do you kind of lay back? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I mean, my average studio time is like five hours. Mm-hmm. I can probably do that like every day, honestly. It's, Damn. It's tune out songs, make a song in like an hour. Like a complete song, probably just needs mixing and mastering by the end of the time. Um, but it honestly just depends on the vibe that I'm going in on because I don't know me just like have one writing technique you know, I can write to beat, I can write um, to nothing. I could probably like figure out the melody first or like freestyle it or mm-hmm. like, whatever. Like, I have a lot of different ways I write, so it just depends on where I'm at. But the studio time is always being used efficiently. I try not to like make new stuff right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. Unless, I mean, like, lately it's been coming like very naturally to me, but 
Yeah, it comes in waves, right? Because, you know, you have to think studio time is very expensive. So I like to be as efficient as possible um, in there. So I don't want to waste time. So, like, you say you're in the studio every day for about five hours. Like, is the studio nearby? Like, how'd you swing that? Um, you kind of just start, you figure out one studio. And I was in one studio for a while, mm -hmm. for, like, the whole time I started, pretty much. And then people just started inviting you to other places. Yeah. And my friend has a setup at his house. So in a situation like that, it's easy for me to go in there and bang out however many hours as long as our schedule is, you know, working. But other times it's just like hitting up those people and just shit up paying, like. Yeah. Yeah. In a session and booking in, just going in and doing what you need to do. Yeah. Coming back the next day. I've always wondered that, because like with this, you could bring <coughs> these mics anywhere. This is our studio, it's a basement. We kind of, we had like this joke running on that was like this dope studio that we rented out. And we posted a video and everybody saw it's my basement, so the joke's dead now. But you know what I mean? Like, we can kind of take these mics and go anywhere. So with you, there's always got to be a studio. Your boy's got a studio set up. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get to a point where I can learn how to do it on my own. So mm -hmm. I can get to the same level of you where it's like, I can pull up my shit and do it anywhere. Yeah. Um, at least learn how to, like, track my own vocals and things like that and, like, do light mixes. Um, but that comes with time, so. Yeah. You know, it's less stress or anything. Yeah, for sure. Do you find, like, what kind of obstacles do you find when you're making music? Are there days where, I mean, obviously there are, but do you think that they come less now where you kind of wake up and you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this? Like, this is, I don't want to go to the studio. I don't want to record. No. No? I don't think that's ever happened, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, I may have not wanted to do a show in place of another show. Yeah. Or just because I didn't really, like, fuck with how the show was going to be. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've never not wanted to be like, damn, I didn't want to go to the studio. If anything, you can leave me in the studio for a week. Like, I'm chilling in the studio. Damn. Really? Um, yeah. So, it's always a blast. I'm always listening to my music, making new songs. Like, everything is just, like, music-related at this point. My mind is just everything. Like, literally everything. Interesting. So, when you say, like, everything's music-related... Everything in your life right now is tied around that. Like, like it goes back. Why am I here meeting this person? Or this person does this. Oh, that's dope. First thing I'm thinking is, okay, I did this. How can we help each other? Okay, I see. We can't help each other. Why? Like, why are we talking? I don't know. People are cool. I guess. <laughs> I don't have time for friends. I, that's fair, man. That's fair. You gotta yeah. you gotta manage the time the way you want, right? Absolutely. If you don't see any need for it, why are you gonna do it? Yeah. Some people can't function without friends. Like. That's sad. Really? You think so? Yeah. I think it's just different, right? Like, without friends. Yeah, I think it's just different, right? I mean, like, there's just that's just such an independence. There's just a dependence on someone else. It's like what? So you're not around now. I don't know what to do. I gotta be my own person too, first and foremost. That's not what. I, that's not. That's not. I don't mean like you're dependent on that person. I mean like people get lonely and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt. That's, you know, that's sh everyone. Shit but. sucks. <laughs> But, you know, you have to understand and realize that it's okay to be alone sometimes. And, yeah. And a lot of people don't want to harness, <clears throat> harness in or, like, even, like, accept the fact that those emotions are real. Especially, like, a lot of guys. Like, that shit is real. Yeah. I'm very, I'm a very emotional person. I'll tell you when I'm mad. I'll tell you when I'm angry. I'll cry if I need to cry. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I like to be very open around myself. Even if I am sad, like, I'll be sad and, like, not want to be around anyone. Anyway, because I'll just be like, I haven't been sad in a minute. Let me just take this in. Yeah. So I'm almost like, fuck, like, I forgot what it felt like to be sad. Sometimes it helps with music because I get to write on a whole new perspective, mm -hmm. you know, about a whole new type of feeling. Yeah. 
No, I feel you. It's just the reason why I asked that is because, like, I know when I used to play basketball, I used to just stay in the gym every day, every day, every day, grind away, grind away. And then, like, when I stopped playing basketball, I was like, I felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders because I don't think that that style necessarily works for me. You play ball? I used to, yeah. yeah. Called. You're not nice, man. No, no, I'm not. I wasn't nice enough to play university. I was yeah. good enough to be a college guy. Oh yeah. But that's all about. That's about it. Or, you know, like. I'd smoke you. Yeah, we could play one on one if you want. You don't want that. Are you sure? You don't. I I do. I actually do now. I really you do. Really don't. I'm not saying I do because I think I'll kick your ass. I'm saying I do because it seems like you're into it and I like a challenge. Nice man. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I I believe that. <laughs> no rap can. <laughs> I ain't gonna say too much. But if you want to play. Hey, if you can you find a court, I'm down. You can indoor, find a, indoor only. Oh yeah, no, I don't fuck with outdoor courts. <laughs> That's lame. Cause if there's wind, I'm screwed. If there's wind, you're screwed. See, I sorry, you know, I'm about to cook you. Hey man, <laughs> threes are worth more than twos. All I'm saying. You think you can shoot better than me? I'm just saying. Th- I'm just saying threes are worth more than twos, man. Yeah. Have did you listen to my last album? I did not listen to your last uh, album. No, I did not. Come on, bro. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. The mixtape. Um, it's uh, there's a song on there called uh, "Shoot to Win." Shoot to win. So when I shoot, you win. Yeah, I get okay. it. I can. I just want to make. I sure. made. I made the connection. No, no, I'm yeah. here. I'm on the same page. Oh no, yeah, for sure. Run I'm. Page. I'm not talking all this junk, saying I'll whoop your ass. I'm just no, saying no. I like a challenge. You're a good ball player. You seem confident. I'd love to play one on one. Yeah, for sure. That'd yeah. be dope. I hate playing guys who don't take it seriously. They think I'm sweet, bro. They think oh, all right, yeah. Let me know. Smoking backwards. I'll really fry. I'll fry a nigga. I really will. I'm, it just is what it is. That's for whoever wants to smoke on the court. I love that, though. Because, like, I'm not like these hoopers. I'm not like these, these rappers that are, like, hoopers, like Tory Lanez or Drake. I'll really smoke you. Tory Lanez is not good at basketball. That's what I'm saying. They be saying they hoop, but they don't hoop. He's so like, Lil Durk. Lil Durk hard. He nice. Lil yeah, Dick, yeah. Lil Dicky's nice. Yeah. Chris Brown kind of kind of good at ball. Chris yeah. Nice. Yeah. Chris Brown is nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, nah, I don't. I can't stand people who like think they that they're all bad, <clears throat> but they're really not. No, yeah, yeah. I respect that though. You I'm just teasing though. I'm just fine. I, I'm, no, no, I, I touched the ball in months, but I'll still play those. I, no, I'll still play, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I don't, I don't mind that at all. You're teasing. You're not teasing. I like that. If you're confident, wear it. If you think you're sweet, wear it. Even if you're not, think you are. It's big flex. Right, like Mr. Swiper. If you think, <laughs> that's what they call me. Right? Yeah. You ain't see the hoodie. Someone tossed me the hoodie. You got those cookies? It's right there. What cookies? You never heard that term before? Cookies, oh, like cookies. when you. Yeah. I heard that. I just thought it was. That just really sounded weird to me for a second. Got those cookies? <clears throat> I don't think I worded that correctly. Swiper, one who takes from others with no remorse, a person capable of stealing your significant other. <laughs> <laughs> the fox from that kid's show. Your friendly neighborhood dark skin. Synonyms. Robber. That bull. Finesse God. Lynn. How did you write bull there? B-O-U-L. Oh. Philly. Uh, Philly uh, slang. Oh, okay. I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's Philly. <laughs> is that like a... Uh, like bull is just like that that person, that boy. Like, like that dude? Who the fuck is that bull over there? Oh, okay. Like who is that nigga? Yo, who bull? Kanan. Who is that? Who bull? Me. You know this nigga? Who bull? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first moved to Ontario, like, I went to school out there for a bit. I didn't know what anybody was saying for, like, three weeks. Really? I just kind of nodded my head and laughed and hoped they weren't asking me a question. (laughs) 
Like, what, what type of stuff would they say? It's just like your typical Toronto slang, you know what I mean? Like, yo, what's the man them saying tonight? I was like, <laughs> yo, what are you saying, bro? Yeah, I just started laughing. They're like, like, what are you saying, dog? I'm like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> like, no, but like, what are you telling me right now? I'm like, I haven't opened my mouth before you <laughs> ask me that question. They're like, are you fried? I'm like, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, nah, wait, what does that mean? Yeah, they're like, yo, fam, you blessed? <laughs> yo, what does that mean? What? Yo, fam, you blessed? What does that mean? It means, like, are you good? Oh, are you good? Like, how are you? Are you blessed, fam? You chilling? Are you straight? Yeah. That's fire. You think they got that shit? That's fire. Yo, that's mod. That's the same fire? Yeah. They'll yeah. yeah. be like, that's mod. This that's one guy mod. said that's crazy to everything. Oh, no. You could be like, yeah, you know, I got hit by a car. You'd be like, that's crazy. You'd be like, yeah, I, uh, I missed class. You'd be like, that's crazy. Mm. Be like, yeah, I, my shoe's untied. You'd be like, fuck, man, that's crazy. Ontario. Ontario guys <laughs> are wild, man. Mm. Some guys threatened to do, like, a drive-by shooting after one of our games. What? After a preseason tournament game. What? Did they lose? Yeah, we lost. Or no, we won. We won. I don't know why guys were <laughs> threatening to shoot each other. No good, yeah, the one guy on my team after I left, he uh, he got arrested. So, mm. yeah, <laughs> that's all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Shit's rough, but you know, it's crazy. The police made the coach's rotation decision for it. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> so like, yeah, he's not in the rotation. He's like, I don't know how to split the minutes. The cops are like, I got you, man. <laughs> don't worry about. It. <laughs> Take a solid twenty off your hands. Like, don't worry, no stress. Yeah, you got more minutes to go around. No, but uh, if you're back in town, I would actually like to play one on one. Yeah, bro. That'd be sure. hype. I'd love that. Yeah, and I really like that hoodie. That's fire. Thanks, bro. You got a couple up there on my website. Yeah. Rotolin.com, and on the back is me swiping niggas' bitches. <laughs> no cap, Endora for me. <laughs> I fuck with that. That's Come on, nice. man. We on something different out here, man. It's a movement, man. Look at that. How do you know those chicks aren't single on that hoodie, man? Okay. You don't see me finessing them? You said you finessed them from somebody else. I'm just saying they could be single, you know? Like. I left them. <laughs> I left everyone else and brought them with me. So I saw them. Even if they were single, yeah. there were guys trying to talk to them. Maybe, yeah. The yeah, whole right. night, and I just left with them, so I swiped. I heard this story. This is hilarious. This one, this DJ I know... He said that this girl once went home with him, but she didn't say a word to him. Like, he just kind of, like, packed up his bags and went back to it, like, and started leaving, and she started walking next to him. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Right? I wouldn't let her come with me. <laughs> but he let her. Yeah, man, he let her. Nah, uh, she didn't say nothing, so, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Super to, sus. That's I don't know so how I feel about that. <laughs> Yeah, what do you guys think? Well, you, you heard him? This uh, this guy, I know. He said the DJ was packing up his stuff, and when he was about to leave, Shawty, like didn't say not one word. She just walked next to him and like walked, took like one bed to his crib. I don't know how I feel about that. What? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, right? That's, like, that's kind of sus, man. I guess he drove and she just hopped in his whip, too. Did she hop in his whip? Like, yeah, she got in the car and bro, everything. Bro, not getting in my like, car. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, how did that happen? Well, I mean, like, they made eye contact. It's not like you didn't see her. What do you mean? <laughs> it's not like he was walking and she appeared in his house. Clearly, but, like, I don't know. Like, she could have been faded. I don't know, yeah, that's a little weird. She could have been faded. She just didn't say nothing. 
Oh, yeah, God. like she just kind of like made eye contact with him as he was packing up. She started walking next to him, and then, you know, he could have been a psycho on a loan. He could. That's her fault. I mean, that's the, I don't. She's right, yeah, like that is her fault. Like listen man, we ain't with none of that weird shit guys we doing out here. We we respect women, we love women. Yeah, you got I know she didn't force him in the car, but like you gotta be precautious. Like it was his car. If I don't want you in my car, you you're just not gonna say nothing to me. I'm like I'm like Stacy, Stacy, what are you doing? Don't you can't come in my car. She just Stacy, get out. Stacy, get the fuck out of my car. Who is Stacy, man? <laughs> I don't know, but like, that's what I'm imagining. Right. Man, a girl, if, 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 if any type of girl is going to do that, it's going to be a Stacy. Like, right. Honestly, I, I think she spoke to him before they got in the car. I can't confirm or deny that, but like. That's huge. I, if she did, that's huge. If she did, that's Good. huge. Because then, then that's just like then. Then he's just got the moves. Then he's just then he's just then he's just slick with it. But right now, I don't know. It's making me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. How it like wasn't me, man. <laughs> You're good. She's not in the house. <laughs> I know, but like, is she okay? I don't know. What happened that night? They banged, and then that's it. But was it consented? How? If she didn't speak. I. D- I don't- Got him. What's really going on? Yeah. <laughs> people you hanging with? Got him. Got him. Come on, brother. We don't play that, bro. We don't play that. Go talk to him. I thought it was going to be like, go talk to him. That's different. That's different, bro. He didn't make her get in the fucking car. She don't want to Bro, but you ever had a chick want to come home with you and still not want to fuck you despite coming home? And you, and like, like, what are you going to do? She wanted to spend time with me. Like, you know, Just play she, cards and shit. I, I know that, but, like, you know, saying, like that can happen where she don't got to say nothing. And then, like, oh, but just because she's coming, oh, she know what's good. No, that's not fucking fair. That's true. That's not right. That's, that's true. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Just, like, just because she's coming with you don't mean you, she automatically opened up her legs for you. Like, period. Yeah. So we shouldn't assume that. What if she's mute? What if she's deaf? She can't talk. She probably shouldn't be in the club then. Yeah. <laughs> she probably she shouldn't be in the club. club. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta like sign every single song to her. Like, right. Yeah. Like, come here, come here, Simpson, like getting a new shot. Like, it's like they showed up in gang no, signs right, and shit. Right. That's uh, funny as shit. Yeah. But not for real shit though. That's what, that's, you know, our, you know, you in a world where like people like false claim shit like that all the time. Oh, yeah. Things like that are happening. Like, one, this is not cool. I have a lot of female friends that I'm very close to, and two, it's just like, come on. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got a mom, like, shit's just weird. Like, if yeah. you gotta do shit like that, then you can't get. Who raised you? Have you have no game, like, you're just a dork, you know, loser. Yeah, who the fuck raised you? When you, like, that's why. I don't know. I just don't think any of that shit's really funny. No, no, no. It's not. I didn't think that's what happened, but I. Anyways, that's not where I thought that story went, but. <laughs> no, Aiding Hope, how was that? Um, that shit was really fucking dope. Yeah? A lot of great turnout with a lot of dope acts and, um, overall successful night with, um, a big, big rise in the awareness and of, of Aiding Hope and what it's doing in the city and it kind of just showed how much people can accomplish when they put their minds together. You know, big shout out to Aiding Hope and... Rob Royalty and all the sponsors who took part in organizing this whole event and making sure it went as smoothly as possible. All the DJs, all the artists, because it was a very fucking fun time. Yeah. And it was a dope vibe. And 
I'd do it ten times over if I could. How did you hear about it? Like, when did you uh, get contacted about that? Um, I got contacted maybe in like May. May. <clears throat> yeah. Did you know you were already coming back to the city, or? I yeah, I was gonna come back regardless around oh. that time because I had the uh, Northern Touch Music Festival. Yeah. This past weekend. That was so. a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. So I was gonna be there regardless, and then. Hmm. Um. popped up. Yeah, that happened. So that was very dope, and I was more than willing to take. Or be a part of it. Yeah, Northern Touch was a lot of fun, especially because I um I posted my own show back home for in, uh, and gave proceeds to Rating Hope. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I like did my own thing. I had my own headlining show out there. Or that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. How many shows do you usually do like per year? I know I was like we talked to a bunch of musicians and artists and shit, and the answers vary like crazy. I don't know if I give you one per year, but I mean I guess last. Last year, how many shows did I do last year? Like 12, 10, 2018? Last year? Yeah, 2018, like all of 2018. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's. How many have I done this year? Like. This year? I'm saying the school year. It's probably been like over 20 years. Uh, the school year? Well, since January, definitely. I mean, the big you ones. I have like three a month. Yeah, probably like three or four a month. Okay. Yeah, and is this just like all over, or is it usually in Philly? Over. Okay. Mainly in Philly, but, you know, we're We're working our way across the East Coast. Nice. For sure. Nice. Where's the the next destination? Um, You don't mind sharing that? I have to go back to Philly for two shows back-to-back on the 20th and the 21st. Um, I'll be performing with uh, my friend Lil Benzie, who's dropping his album that I'm on. Nice. He is having his... uh, Benzie and Friends show, and then um, I'll be performing with Stunner for Vegas. Yeah. On twenty first at Voltage in Philly. Nice. That's awesome. What What do you take in school? Does it help you at all with music? <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Um, what I've come to notice here, or like this, the culture here for kids is like either like finishing school in a really really long time, or like a lot of people not going to school at all because it's like. Sometimes they're paying for it, yeah. so it's like a lot harder to pay for and deal with on your own. And I've always felt like, because I've always been like a genuine lover of learning, I felt like yeah. school was important. But when I got to school, it was like I had to see like all these people every day. Um, it's a very great networking resource, and it's like a community where it's like a community of people that all know you, especially for me as an artist, like in my school community of people that know me and like like my music and and fuck with it at school then when we're on break that community goes home to their own communities mm-hmm. and push my music everywhere because it's like oh listen to this song oh yeah listen to this song this kid from my school man through uh, like my friend dude yeah you know so it's like being in school is like helping my music get everywhere so it's like all right now i'm being played in connecticut now i'll be played in new york now i'll be played in mm-hmm. jersey now i'm being played in boston like because all my friends are from everywhere, Puerto Rico even. like. Nice. So it's just like that aspect. And like once you realize and figure out what you're passionate about or what you want to better equip yourself with, with already like the knowledge you have and the things you're capable of doing, you figure out what best avenue to use in school, which a lot of people don't do. A lot of people just go off of what their parents say or go off of what they think they want to do or like what they think is going to make them the most money. Never really look at what they enjoy to do 
and what they love and see how they can incorporate that mm-hmm. into their schooling to actually make it not only fun and bearable, but like actually useful in the long run. Definitely. So for me, I am a communications major. Nice. Which is, you know, branding, networking, yep. like video, all that type of stuff, right? Editing, which is really good for me to know because I can do a lot of this stuff on my own. Uh, not only that, kind of be able to help people that are working with me in terms of what I want because like they're not the only one that know how to do it, right? Yeah. And then I'm an entertainment marketing minor, mm-hmm. um, which kind of just teaches me about, you know, how to really brand and push a product to a market and how to really understand the type of people that I'm looking for and the type of music and the type of fans that listen to my music and what my type of fan base would be. It's like really targeting those markets and learning, okay, I want to fuck with this crowd here. How do I make this work and get our crowds to come together? Like, how do I touch break into this market over here? And like, then English, like, you obviously want to be very well spoken in your reading and writing. And I think it's very important for an artist to be very diverse in their vocabulary and the way that they can put words together. Yeah. And then I'm a music industry minor because I didn't learn music um, traditionally. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to read music or any of that stuff. Really? So I'm learning the fundamentals to oh, cool. back that up. Because I really want to learn how to play piano and guitar at some point. Nice. Nice. I like that you said that. That was interesting that you said that like everybody here either doesn't do school or takes forever to finish. I feel like it's you just. true, bro. I think it's just take one or two semesters, one or two classes a semester, yeah. and it's like, all right, I just did once. I just did one class. Fuck. I'm about to take spring semester off, save up, go to work, do this so I can fucking afford next semester to just do like one or two classes. And it's just like, fuck. You know? And yeah. Like, I don't know. For a lot of people I know, like, a lot of the parents don't have it as. as you know as much as other people do like you know a lot of them are like um just like not able to to do that for yeah kids and like being here in canada and winnipeg like that's not something that's expected of kids to go to school and then being in the states like nigga when you graduate you're taking the sat and you're getting accepted into college and you're going to one yeah like, I feel like most people, even if they don't want to go, they still try it for that first year. They're like, fuck, all right, it wasn't for me just to, like, make sure my parents were cool. Yeah. So it's like, that's a norm. And, like, damn near in, in the in the States, it's like you have to have some sort of degree to even make some sort of money for anyone to take you seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's what the big... They're kind, guess, of, they're kind of moving away from that, though. Yeah, like, to, to an extent. Mm-hmm. To an extent now, but it's because there's so much going on in the world and people are finally starting to understand how to make money and like offer of the things that they are actually good at doing mm-hmm. so like for example i know a kid who went to the university of alabama for two years my boy xander literally was like school's not for me dropped out really was into weed started his own bond company the glass company damn started like doing that like that didn't like obviously you're gonna try new things like that didn't work out the way that he wanted it to said so, okay like really buckled down on his um uh, what's that shit called? Forex cryptocurrency. Oh, okay, boy, okay. that nigga started making bands, bands. Damn. And then he said, "All right, let me just learn how to do this credit thing real quick." Mind you, he's my age. Yeah. So he's like twenty twenty one. Fucking. Now he's a credit credit score mentor, helping grown ass people and like businesses <laughs> like, and you know like he has people in memberships for like a hundred dollars a month and like how many people you think he has doing that? Like he's helping with. 
it's like fuck school you don't really need it but you have to like understand and how are you going to know if you don't try and how are you going to know if you're not quite sure of who you are and what you're passionate about and what works for you and how you learn and like everything like that definitely is like very important definitely and that's really insightful i think like it's obvious to see just from like how you pulled up to this podcast you have your team here fucking people who have your back you all work together you guys all know what you're doing you work together with one goal and it's evident how you speak about school and how you speak about your goals and your dreams that you have your shit together. And this isn't just like a, man, I want to pop off. No. I'm going to get bitches. I'm going to party. I'm going to rap. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's what it just seems like it is for a lot of these days. But honestly, man, I've been through a lot at such a young age. And it's just like, I can't, I just can't keep doing it. Yeah. And I don't want my family to go through it and I definitely want my little brother to go through anything I went through mm-hmm. so at this point it's just making sure that my family's comfortable before anything else yeah and that's a very what does that look like to you your family being comfortable everything's paid on time yeah like everything's just taken care of it's just like there's food in the worry, fridge I don't have to worry about shit yeah ever but the most basic things I don't have to worry about and then we good, and then something. You know, yeah. And then like just, just that little oomph. Like, all right, let's go take a little vacation, and we we earn that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Make sure niggas is straight. But yeah. Yeah. Get that passive income. Mm-hmm. Not have to do shit. Your rap music's making you money for you. Like I want to just be able to like set shit up to my bank account where like every month it just comes out. I don't even gotta think about that shit. It just comes out. Yeah, man. That's- like passive income is how you live life the way you want. You can't just trade in your time for money anymore, right? But it's not, yeah, you gotta have a lot of different streams of income, um, which a lot of people don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So, I mean, uh, were you guys happy for Kyle Lowry when he won the title because he's from Philly, or were you upset because of the round two thing? I won't lie, bro. I don't really watch that much TV or sports, <laughs> so I don't really keep up. I haven't really been keeping up. Yeah, so yeah. Being from Canada, it was really cool that the Raptors won. Honestly, I fuck with Golden State. I really do. Yeah, me too. I do. Uh, and I just... That's just that's just me, bro. And, like, you're going to be like, oh, wow, of course the Warriors are stacked. But, like, I just got there really anymore. about all that. Been no, a Warriors fan, but know? I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like the Warriors as well. I grew to like them after they got, <laughs> after they got Durant because... You know, there's nothing wrong with liking the best. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with striving to. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a bandwagon dick eater. I'm, no, it's all. I was always, I was always Warriors before Durant got there. I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, yeah. No, you just made it seem. No, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I was a Warriors fan before, oh, but yeah. I grew to respect them because of how they carry themselves, how they take care of business. Like you can put anybody on that team, they're still good. That's fair. You can put anybody on the Warriors in that system. They got a good owner. They got a good GM. They got a good superstar. They got a good coach. That's fair. They all work together for one overall overall team. Right? There's nothing wrong with liking organizations that are well run. I want to create a culture one day and, you know, in business, family, relationship-wise, where we all are on the same page. And there's nothing wrong with striving to be that. There's nothing wrong with seeing systems that work. Absolutely. And aspiring to be like them. Agreed. And people take that way too far. Like, oh... You're lo- like, oh, the Warriors won the title. It's so lucky. Like that's with anything, though. Everyone man, fuck you. <laughs> People are just bitter. So what's uh, what's on tap for this year for Lim? Bro. We're we're halfway through 2019. We're halfway through 2019. Damn, we really halfway through 2019. For real. It seems like we've done a lot, but I feel like there's so much more to go. And actually, for sure. it's really just building up on all my content and really just continuing to do the same shit, building that fan base, yep. building those networks, and just constantly making songs and. 
thinking about what's next and just the next the next steps and what I need to do to not only become the best artist possible but to just be heard around the world and be able to help out as many people as I can in whatever faucet that may be. For so sure. if it's other artists, if it's people in Sierra Leone, if it's nonprofits, if it's friends, like whatever. I just want to be able to put people in a place that they are comfortable and okay. And I just want to be able to know that like everyone's good. That's respectable, man. That's admirable you know what I mean like to have the vision of what you want to do and what you're passionate about and think about the other people involved that's an extremely mature thing to do right yeah and that's something that's gonna add and contribute to your success for sure you know what I mean like I always tell people that if you follow your dreams or if you follow your passions even if they don't work out like if you want to be I don't know an NFL player but you never make it to the NFL you'll Learn so much more about yourself in the process of pursuing that dream. Absolutely. It's always worth it. Mm-hmm. Taking that path is always worth it. Yeah. And it's it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of slowed things down for me a lot. I was, you know, I'm always planning, so I'm always changing shit. And um, I've kind of just had to, like, step back and, like, re-strategize again and how I really want to attack these next couple um, months and just, like, these next couple moves because, like, you know, you have a lot going on now and it's just, like, making sure you're doing the right things with the resources and, you know, products that you have. So I just definitely say that um, from here on in right now, it's going to be a lot of singles, um, yeah. a lot more content. So I'm, like, working on my vlog. Nice. And um, music videos. And I'm just trying to push my music as far as I can. Yeah. And that's awesome. Like, you got a vlog going on. You got all this shit going on. For sure. Like I'm, I'm not gonna be surprised when I keep hearing your name popping up in the years to come, right? Like you gotta, you gotta listen to the album though. I will. The mixtape. I will. The mixtape. There we go. Yeah. I will. I will do that. Shoot to win. Shoot to win. I'll check it out, of course. Yeah. It's good. Do you know where this mentality came from? Is this something that kind of you've been thinking about for a while? Is this something that your parents? What my mentality? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I've it's, I've, I've hit rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. You can't go any lower than I'm gone. I feel like so. At that point, it's just like only up. So when little things happen, they're the biggest blessing in the world. You know what I mean? And things are just like happening on such a fucking large ass scale that like. What do you mean rock bottom? Like. Like you like I don't know like like you ever just something something happened to you and it's like fuck. Then you're like then something else happened to you and it's like. What else could go wrong? Most definitely, most definitely. And you know what I mean. So like, 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 there's just nothing else could go wrong. Yeah. Only like I can only go up. How long ago was this when you were rock bottom? Dude, it's. I'd say like this year has just been like one of the most difficult years of my life. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, just like with school and like family issues and everything. Um, I just had a lot to take care of and a lot going on in my mind. Um. Yeah. How do you take care of yourself? I don't. You don't? There aren't days where you think like, you know, and I mean, obviously you got shit to do, right? Like you got, you got bills to pay, you know, obviously you got shit to do. You got your music to get out. You got your content. You got people to take care of. You got people that in your life that you love and care about. Mm-hmm. Do you ever stop and think about like, okay, I know I got all this shit going on, but I need this day for myself or I need one hour to just sit or I need this time to just kind of decompress. 
Sometimes. Like, like when we was like during school, like it's like it's like it really depends on what I have going on because sometimes I really won't need it because maybe maybe it's not like family shit dealing with me today or like school dealing with me. Maybe some days I'll have like okay I gotta go to class then I gotta go to the studio then I gotta go to performance session and then I gotta go do all this homework. Yeah. And I can't forget I gotta go wake up at five a.m. to go pick up my little brother and take him to school. It's mm-hmm. so like some days like that I'm like fuck like okay yeah I'll just not I'll just won't pull up you know to, to like class. Yeah. Some days I just won't. I really, I really won't. And it's not even like I think about fuck school. Like I don't care. It's just like no, of course. You know I can do this at home. Or like I need to like do whatever, I, do what I need to do. But of course, you know, if it's not like that hectic, which is normally around like exam season or like I have a big show or like anything like that, it's I'm like I'm like I'm like fine. I I talk a lot. Yeah. So even if these niggas don't want to hear it, I'm gonna just start rattling <laughs> how I feel and like that's good. Just, you know, so like I, I get I get my shit through the day. Like I'm, I like I don't keep shit in or like I used to, but my mentality wasn't good. So yeah, I've just been like snapping on people lately, which sucks. But it's the truth. Like, I've just been like telling people how I feel. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You got to be honest with how you feel about yourself, right? Like you don't do yourself any favors <clears throat> by lying about how you feel about things. Yeah. Like oh something something happens to you, you know? Like let's say I don't know. I'll use me as, as an example. You know, my parents are pissing me off. My dad's pissing me off. My mom's pissing me off. It's like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, it's fine. In my head, like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, for sure. That makes no sense. You know, I'm running from things that are actually bothering me. It's not even like my parents hate me. They're looking out for me, right? Your parent, my parents love me. My parents are hard. Sometimes I'll hear it. I think it's just hearing myself talk that, like, helps me decipher everything like that. Yeah. Like, I can realize, okay, like, am I really crazy or, like, is it actually, like, something, you know? And, like, that helps me figure out what I need to do or, like, how I need to, like, go about my next processes or whatever. For sure, yeah. Once you put it out there, then you can kind of piece it together. What does this mean? Am I overreacting? Should I be upset about this? Yeah. How does this impact me? How does this impact the people around me? No, you're right. Yeah. Like, do you ever done therapy? Um, I tried it. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I tried it uh, this year, actually. Yeah? And it just what like, it just wasn't... It wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't for you? No, I mean, I didn't really appreciate the fact that um, I didn't even feel like they were helping me. Just kind of felt like I was being judged, sort of. Really? That's yeah. weird. I mean, it, it wasn't even in the sense of, like, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, I feel bad for you. Like, oh. And, like, I realized that once I was sitting there, like, talking to myself, that, like, fuck, I just need to hear myself. Yeah. As opposed to, like, being in a whole place, because, like, um, honestly, it was, like, very uncomfortable because I had to fill out a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And, like, you know, think about stuff that I've never, like, thought about or, like, wanted to think about or, like, like, like even, like, think, like, all right, like, this is, like, a reality for some people or, like, people are going through this. I don't want to have that stigma. Yeah. Or, like, you know, that association with myself to that, especially when it's not like that for me. Yeah. Um. So... That was one of the things that was, like, uncomfortable. It was really hard to go to at first, but, like, everyone needs help, right? So I was like, for sure. I might as well give it a shot. Yeah. It wasn't for me, obviously. Um, I wouldn't knock it. I'd suggest anyone to try if they were going through something or needed someone to talk to. But I found comfort and, like, solace in my friends and being able to, like, talk to people and even in music, kind of just expressing my feelings or what I am going through in life um, in that moment. Yeah, and that's awesome, right? Like you found your own way. You don't. There's no like cookie cutter. You don't need something to help you out. If you can find your own version of it, 
Yeah, absolutely. That's just as good. Mm-hmm. Everyone deals with their own shit differently, you know? Of course. And it'd be asinine for people to assume that you didn't have your shit, right? Great word. Thank you. You heard that word? What's up? Asinine. Prep shit. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That's a St. Maurice connection. Yeah. Yeah. Way back in what, grade one, two? Yeah. Yeah, around there. Dog, I was was a man in first grade, bro. (laughs) I was dating this girl named Danielle. She was fire. First grade shit. I uh, forget that. I never got involved in the first grade dating world while I was there. I don't plan on going there ever, though. What? No, no laughs on that joke. All right, I'll just go fuck myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's straight too, bro. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) What I said was I never was involved in the first grade dating world, and I don't plan on being involved in it in the future. Wait, what? No, yeah, I know you get it, but there we go. There we go. We got a reaction. That's I hope not. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me neither. Once uh, my buddy's like 26, and he was like giving me advice about this girl, and he was like, the girl I was seeing at the time was like 19. He's like, man, I don't know. I haven't dated a 19 year old in a while. I'm like, I'm glad about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm really happy for you. That's a good thing. Right, right, right. All right. Well, you gotta cut to the studio soon, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Let's get Bro. you out of here. Is there anything you'd like to plug before you go? Anything you'd you like already to say? know what the fucking vibe is. World of Limb on all social media platforms. W O R L D O F L I M M. The statement is out now on all streaming platforms. Look out for new singles. Look out for new videos. Look out for the vlog. Look out for the shows. Go grab some merch. Worldoflimb.com. It is a fucking takeover. Winnipeg, please wake up. Because we about to put the city. On. Yeah, I'm so blessed to be from here. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me. What a nice place. Yeah, you're very welcome. This is us signing off. Have a great week. Peace. Peace.